We welcome all of you who join us today on this 12th Sunday of the seasonal church's calendar, the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And to those who join us by way of live stream, welcome to you in spiritual communion and a blessed Father's Day to all of you, to all of our fathers and grandfathers and godfathers and our deceased fathers as well, all who have shown us paternal care as fathers. And in light of Father's Day and the Gospel, I'm reminded of a real experience I had sailing with my mom and dad. We were in the little chop tank, if you know where that is, off the Chesapeake. And it was a beautiful day and a squall came up, just like this one described in Mark's Gospel, seemingly out of nowhere. The clouds got very thick, fast, and then the wind, and then it was rain, and it was violent, very dark, lightning and thunder, and it was scary. I was 13 years old, and we were beginning to healed so much because of the wind and I felt like we were going to capsize. Do you all know the phrase, three sheets to the wind? I think a lot of us know that one with regard to someone who's totally inebriated. Three sheets to the wind, that means you're just about to go over. You're so bombed, right? Well, it's a nautical term. Three sheets. You have to sheet pull in the main sail and tie it down three times to make sure that you don't capsize. You don't want all that wind pushing you that way because it's pretty dangerous. So we want to sheet in the main sail three times and you're to the wind. You're running with the wind or running with the wind. No, against the wind. What am I doing? My brother knows. <laughs> I guess I was three sheets to the wind. <laughs> it was dangerous. And mom kept yelling, dad, dad, oh, honey, we're going to capsize. And she was in the scuppers with the rosary beads, you know. She was very terrified. And dad was down below. He was plotting the course. He said, do you see the channel marker yet? I said, I don't see anything. I'm holding on to the tiller and we're about to fall over and wind and rain and he said, oh, stand by, it's coming up on your port. Do you see it yet? Channel marker. Uh, yeah, there's something there. He said, good, bring it around. Bring it around. He never was scared. He knew exactly what he was doing. We got back to port and mom said, I will never sail with you again. I was scared, mom was scared, dad wasn't scared. The wind ceased, there was great calm, and then he asked them, why are you terrified? Think about the storms in your life. Think about the squalls that just come out of nowhere sometimes in your life. They can be terrifying, frightening, 
anxiety-provoking, you worry. What do you do in those moments? Do you just take a deep breath for a moment, step back from that squall, and trust in God? We've all had those moments where something overwhelming has happened or we're just caught in a, a bind emotionally or financially or health-wise. I mean, we've gone through this whole year of COVID. Last year was a crazy year. I think it's still crazy. So much stuff going on in the midst of all those storms that keep popping up. What do we do as a nation or as a church? I don't know what we do. I just know what I do, and I'm not a holy man. I just know from experience that when I can just step back from the situation, whatever it is that seems so overwhelming, and ask the Lord to quiet, make still for a moment, the stormy water, I find some peace. It's not perfect. Let's leave perfection for heaven. But in this relative world of ours, we all have those moments, and the apostles had that moment too. And look what our Lord is doing. He's so brilliant. He's asleep. He's asleep in the boat. He's really not asleep. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. He wanted to test their faith. He was in the boat with them. He wasn't on the shore. He wasn't distant. He was in the boat. He was with them, and he's with you and me in the boat of our experience, whatever that is, in the good times and in the bad, in the healthy times and during the sick, when we've got money, when we don't, when we have fallen into love and fallen out of love, when things are rough, And he has a steady hand. He's plotting the course. And he says, keep your eyes open. Do you see the channel marker? Do you see it? It's coming up on your port. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. I'm providing you a direction. I'm giving you a plotted course now. Follow it. Trust me. Bring it about. You're OK. And if you look back over your life, I'm sure you can plot that course, connect those dots and say, yeah, I think our Lord was there. I, in fact, I know it. I know he was there. And I didn't even see the channel marker. I wasn't attentive to his word. I didn't really look and listen. This last year was an invitation during all of this craziness around us with the epidemic and 
so many other issues in our nation, to just step back and to wonder, did I take the time? Have I used this crazy moment in our history to trust in God that he would bring me to this day? Why are you so terrified, he said. Quiet, be still. He says that to our storms. But so many don't think Christ is in the boat with them. That our Lord is over there, so far away, doesn't care. They asked him, Lord, do you not care that we are perishing? Do you see how real this is? This is your conversation with Jesus. It's mine. Do you not care? Oh yeah, he cares. Just when I thought my father didn't care about what was going to happen with that sailboat, he cared. It was an expensive sailboat. He had to care. <laughs> and he had his wife. And he had me. He cared. I didn't see it, though. I didn't always feel it. But I knew he cared. And that's, by analogy, what our relationship can be with God sometimes. I don't always feel he cares. But I know in faith he does, because he said so. Jesus doesn't mess around. His word is true. When he says, I care, he cares. When he says, quiet, be still, his word is effective. When he says, this is my body, this is my blood, yeah, he doesn't mess around. When he says, I love you, I forgive you, I have mercy on you, I've died for you, what more do you want from me? What more do you need from me? Not because I don't love you, because I don't think you really love me enough. Just love me, trust me. It's a relationship, friends. It's a mysterious one. It's probably the most mysterious relationship you'll ever have. But it works beautifully for those who put their faith in him, who trust him, who know from experience that all things work out. They will always work out and he will bring us safely home to that port where the storms are no longer a problem, a clear day, a beautiful place. And then he'll say, welcome home. Wasn't really all that bad, was it? So just trust me. And the more and more we just trust him, the more life becomes so joyful. And all those anxieties really just go away. <laughs>